Hello everyone, it's Alex. Welcome back to the Tea and Toast podcast. In this episode, we talk about our new clerkship rotations, birthdays in the workplace, future career decisions, gulp, our Queen Céline Dion, the French Open, and the season 11 finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to send us an email at teaandtoastpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you go. We'll be there, baby. Thanks for listening. Well, hello. Oh, hey there. Hi, I didn't see you there. <laughs> How are you? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How about you, baby? That's good. Oh, Oh, I'll say I'm good, but do I mean it? <laughs> do I mean it? <laughs> yes, we're always good when anyone asks. <laughs> we're good. That's true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for all the listeners out there, especially Mary. Hey, girl. If you know a medical student, give them a hug today. <laughs> what give what them. they do is very, 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 very hard. <laughs> okay <laughs> oh it is come on it's hard <laughs> okay okay it's right. you know just give them a hug and when they say they're doing great they're probably lying yeah just still give them a squeeze <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, and say while you're hugging them say are you sure are you sure it's okay you sure? if you're not are you sure? <laughs> and then they'll break down in tears. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Some if someone were to look at me today and just go, "How are you?" in a genuine tone, <laughs> I would probably break down into hysterical sobs. <laughs> oh my god, so true. <sighs> All right. What were you gonna say, baby? Oh, I was just going to inform the audience that. You know, exams are less than two weeks out, mm-hmm. which is the time that where med students are probably in the most need of a squeeze. Yeah. Um, so the fact that we're here today recording for y'all, you know, congratulations to us. Yeah, good for us. We're committed to yeah, this It means we love you. We yeah. love you all. We're a family. We're a family. <laughs> we are a we make it work for you. Hold on. We are a family here. And you are so welcome. <laughs> Shante, you both stay. <laughs> Yay! To 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 the moon. Yeah. To the moon. <laughs> anyway that's it guys that signifies the end of an episode <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs> uh, um no the fact that you know we're we're trying to you know make a consistent product and we don't always record as often as we should but we're trying babies we're mm-hmm. trying well and we, we will definitely yeah. get a recording by the end of june <laughs> yes because uh Alexandre and I will be in the same city, oh. and regardless of whether we we meet up and associate in real life, we'll be able to record because exams will be done. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think I think it would just be nice if we got in the same room and recorded. Then we could have like real deal banter, and you could hear me slapping the shit out of him through the mic. <laughs> I think yeah, that would be a nice that'd touch. That'd be a nice change. <laughs> yes, but we could have recorded earlier this week, but I fell asleep. <laughs> That's true. We did. We did have a an opportunity to record, but when you gotta sleep, you gotta sleep. He got in bed. And yep. he knew. My body over. shut down. <laughs> and I woke up <laughs> that night. <laughs> oh. Oh. I apologize, everyone, if I sound more uh, nasally and congested. The pollen count is very, very high this month. I went outside yesterday and my cover... My cover. My car was covered <laughs> in pollen. Oh, Head yeah. to toe. Head to toe. Uh-oh. It'll get you every time. But I got out and played tennis yesterday. Oh, good. That's good. First time. That was nice. And I won, which was even nicer. Mm. And But even though the tennis courts were covered in pollen, so when I was stretching, <laughs> I was just aware that I was dousing my legs in, in pollen. <laughs> and touching yeah. the tennis balls after they've been rolling around. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. That explains my... My uh, sniffling and my blowing my nose, and I have liquids, y'all, because my mouth is dry. It's just, uh, I apologize in advance. Don't listen to me. Listen to Alex, Mary. <laughs> God, you're mad. Alex has content. I just have noise. <laughs> <sighs> so you're on neurosurge now, then? <clears throat> yes, I have just completed my first week of neurosurgery. Oh my goodness. It's been quite a change. Back to the ORs, because I just finished ER. So now I'm getting used to a surgical rotation again. Mm. But it's been good. It's a a well-organized rotation, I would say. So there's always something to do, which is nice. That's good. Mm -hmm. Um, How much time have you spent in the OR? Um, Let's see. I was there Wednesday... And all day Friday, so probably like a good, mm, like 18 hours or so. Nice. Yeah. Did you see any like tumor removals? I think that would be very fascinating to see. Yes, we did. We saw like a couple more uncommon things. Uh, A pituitary tumor resection. Okay. So we had to go transsenoidally. Mm-hmm. Yes. Through the nose, y'all. It's like a long instrument. Um, Did you use um, x-ray equipment to do it? No. So that's a good point, though. They have this really cool technology. I think it's called stealth, like a stealth system. But all the imaging is connected to these devices, and they have, like, reflective balls on them, sort of like a motion capture, if anyone has, like, seen behind the scenes in a movie when you put on those suits with all the reflective balls on them. So they have um, like a little contraption with those reflective balls. And then that gets anchored to the patient in some way, um, either like on the, like to them physically or to like the, the headrest. It'll anchor itself to that. And then there's another device that they call the turkey foot. And it has like a long <laughs> probe on it. 
and also for like four reflective balls and so the computer there's a camera and it like can map out the relation between those reflective balls and it's synced to the imaging so wherever you put the probe it points to that location on the imaging so you see a screen that shows you the imaging of the brain and like wherever you move the turkey foot the probe around it'll like point to where you are on the imaging so you can tell where you are that is pretty cool that so that's sense. more that's like more like a camera type imaging <laughs> well it's like or where, is it however you it's just previous i think it's usually i feel like it was mri that they had up um but it's it's not live imaging it's Shocking. using the imaging that's already been taken and then just oh yes orienting yes. it to where you're pointing the probe that makes sense oh, yeah God. that is actually a whoo yeah that just awakened the long dead and geek. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, when we were trying to decide where to put the skull flap, like where to remove the piece of skull, you just like have the probe and you're like pointing around. You're like, okay, that's the lateral margin of the tumor. This is like superior margin. And so you just map it out with this probe and then you can go and voila. So it's that very cool. Very cool. Yeah. That's one like, thing. Oh my God. Y'all have this? <laughs> <laughs> I do have regrets about um, not being able to see neurosurge before the end of my clinical because that would be my probably my last opportunity, um, but it's just not offered where I'm studying. Mm. So it's too bad. It would have been really cool to see. So, you know, just relax and enjoy the ride through neurosurge, oh, okay. baby. You're almost I, done. You've done so well. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes uh it'll be nice to be done but yeah it's been uh very interesting very uh cool to be a part of for sure um what's your last rotation so my last block after the surgery emerge block is peds ops guy oh that's so right I you do, haven't I done finish... that yet no so i finish on ops guy my click oh cute yeah. And hopefully my birthday is during that rotation, so maybe I'll bring a baby into the world on my birthday, and I'll say hello. Aww. That and would be so cool. Birthday person, <laughs> mm. birthday individual. I'll be like, it's all about me. It's my birthday, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is a special day yeah. because it's my. Like, every time you bring a baby, just go happy birthday out to you and me. <laughs> oh, that would be the best way to do it. Just suddenly, oh, happy birthday to you and me. <laughs> Did you hear that, everyone? <laughs> no, I probably wouldn't even tell anybody. I hate when people know. I hate when, like, work acquaintances, because we're in and out of these rotations, like, when acquaintances sort of know that it's your birthday, because, like, they don't know you well enough to want to do anything, so it's just, like, awkward, happy birthday. He's got, oh, oh, it's your birthday? Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> like, okay, okay thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good segue to talk about what I did. Mm. Uh, what day did I do this? I brought two two lives into this world on Thursday. Yes. And I have to say, it was pretty cool. <laughs> it, this it has was... been pretty cool. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. I had fun. <laughs> I can call it a year now. <laughs> no, I. Uh, it was a very cool thing to be a part of. 
really it's like a really nice thing to be involved with when things go well mm-hmm. and the two that i was involved with they both went really well minimal tearing you know obviously lots of pain um but it was a non-complicated deliveries uh, and it's just nice to be part of something that's just a happy moment in people's lives and a lot of the time when you're seeing people in the healthcare system it's a not so happy moment right so i guess that's one thing that i really do enjoy about uh, obstetrics yeah that's a good point mm. i'm kind of i'm panicking a little because i'm really liking obstetrics and gynecology <laughs> <laughs> just embrace it i know but for those <laughs> who uh who don't know um we kind of have to decide our fates very early on in our education. Basically, at the beginning of third year, we have to have some semblance of what we want, and we have to start booking our fourth year um, clinical rotations. And at this point, a lot of my clinical rotations have been confirmed. And if I decide I wanted to pursue OBSGYN, it would be such a mess. Mm-hmm, yeah, Canceling stuff and reapplying. And I would be reapplying for a competitive electives after the fact that everyone else already applied. And Right, yeah. It's really hard if you have a last minute change of heart. I know. Screwed. But people do it, right? We had some med fours talk about doing it. I know. Although that was Jen but Surge, it wasn't... which is kind of What's that? I think she had decided last minute that she wanted Gen Surge, which I don't think is as competitive, right? Um I think it's middle of the pack for competitiveness. I think people that want to do Gen Surge tend to end up doing Get it. it. Yeah. <clears throat> But I think I'm going to spend more time in, in OBSGYN over the year, over the rest of the year, and really make a decision because, you know, at the end of the day, if it's what I want to do, and if I can't do it in 2020, I'll try in 2021. Yeah. If that's, so, that's where your heart is going. But I would be very happy in radiology as well, and I have lots of clinical yeah. electives booked there, but... I don't know. It's it's tough. It's a really cool specialty. It's very, very interesting, and it has a lot of variety. So I think you'll probably enjoy it, too, actually. Oh, that's good. It'll be a nice finish, then, hopefully. Mm. I hope so. I mean, you might hate it. Everyone's different. Um, <laughs> I think it's most funny. people have really enjoyed it, but there were a couple that hated it for whatever reason. In Med 1, I did that rotating elective, and I spent one shift in OBS, guy in and I was like, please do not make me go back for my second shift. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> and uh, two years later, here I am. <laughs> Loving it. Well, that goes to show, like, you know, a, a day, one day exposure can can uh, be a little misleading sometimes. It's good to spend a bit more time with some different people and different procedures. But who has time? Who has time? That's the thing. You need to spend lots of time in every field, mm. and there is no time because we're juggling a million other responsibilities, and <laughs> time goes quick, and time you don't realize that they don't really tell you how quickly you have to know what you want to do. Yeah, they really didn't. They really, <laughs> they really didn't uh, emphasize that point. That like midway through our third year, you kind of need to be almost pretty much completely decided <laughs> yeah unless you want to scramble which is non it doesn't make sense to me right because the point of third year is to get exposure to all the core specialties and yeah it's uh what's the point well, i have a th- <laughs> like you know it's a bit of false advertising it's <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. It's like your clickship year, time to explore. <laughs> you must decide now. <laughs> yeah. Time to explore and work. And time's and work. <laughs> and Did you see the Celine Dion uh, karaoke, carpool karaoke? <laughs> I, uh, I didn't see uh, I didn't see the whole thing but I saw the video oh. they made at the, the is it the Bellagio with the fountains oh yeah in Vegas when they were on uh, the little boat yeah they recreated the Titanic <laughs> and that was literally them singing oh my live. god yes that was oh. so funny she was such a good sport yeah. I loved when it cut to the audience and some there were like a couple of girls that were like fully into it arms waving like singing along and then it got to like some middle-aged people who were just stone-faced <laughs> i would have been like in tears <laughs> i would have been waving my arms and... oh yeah i'd be like oh, celine yeah. i love you celine the chance to see our compatriot celine you know <laughs> singing out in vegas like what oh, an opportunity God. what a privilege can you imagine just walking by the fucking bellagio and <laughs> Celine Dion's giving a Why is there a gathering here? And then, yeah, you're like, okay, there's a boat. Okay, people are, like, doing a Titanic thing. And then you're like, is that Celine? <laughs> it's Celine, for fuck's sakes. And who's our backup singer? Who's that short, short, bearded backup singer? That's <laughs> what will go down. Oh, and then man. you would see it on, on the YouTube and go like, oh, that was James Corden. <laughs> you see your I reaction. I love his show. <laughs> I'm on the TV. <laughs> Everybody, we're having a viewing party. <laughs> the two-second shot of my face in the audience. <laughs> this is no, my moment. She, her voice has not lost its. Uh, yeah, I feel like power. she just has a really healthy like technique. Mm, and, must she must. Yeah, but like her mouth looks so tight when she sings. Sometimes <laughs> you know what I mean. When she sings those powerful notes, her mouth barely yeah, opens. It's, it's all resonating in her head. She just can find that placement. Oh, mm. Impressive. Mm. Certain she must. Um, I actually did look this up because when I saw it, I said, "Oh, she must smoke too." What? No I way. Just assumed she smoked. No. She's like, you know, very rich and like slim, <laughs> and I was like, "She must. She must smoke. No to way. Suppress her appetite." But That's no, she's good. just healthy. Yeah, that's her craft. Her voice. She can't smoke. Well, a lot of singers smoke. When Adele quits Yeah, the smoking, ones who sound like this. Hey, baby. <laughs> no, Adele's a smoker. I know, but she really cut back, didn't she, after the surgery and everything? I think she quit, and she said it actually kind of hurt her voice, but that's probably not oh, a great message to send. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a period, maybe, where it's irritating. <laughs> I don't know, because you like numb everything down there when you smoke. So like, she's getting some feeling back in her throat. She's like, my throat's sore. It's like that's your body regenerating itself. Yeah, it's your lungs clearing the tar. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, a lot of the times people can't maintain that level of, mm -hmm. of uh, you know, perfect pitch and power in their voice. Um, but she stood the test of time, and she's singing, like, what, six, seven nights a week in Vegas for years? Yeah, but she's got that million-dollar humidifier system. She's oh, like, does she really? Oh, yeah, they had to put, like, these fancy humidification devices so that the stage was humid when she performed. And That's smart. Texas air, or Texas, the Las Vegas air is dry. The Nevada air. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> it's Argentine. that Texas air blowing in. <laughs> Argentinian air voice. will dry you out, baby. Drying her ass out. <laughs> well, I heard that before she steps on stage, they hose her down with coconut oil. <laughs> make sure she's not too dry. <laughs> oh, fuck. And that's why she's always wearing a hat. <laughs> her hair is just oily. <laughs> Oh gosh! I hope that's the case. <laughs> of course, oh I gosh! Mean, that's just conjecture, and you know how I love spreading some good conjecture. <laughs> Celine, if you're listening, <laughs> Celine, Celine, we know that you definitely have a good skincare routine, but oh, we yes. don't think it's coconut oil oh, hosing. She uses that like La Mer, like three hundred dollar cream. Oh, she three hundred dollars. She wipes her ass with that cream. <laughs> You think she's putting $300 cream on her face? Are you crazy? Add a couple zeros. <laughs> oh my god. That's her fucking hemorrhoid cream. $300. Oh my god. She wipes her ass with that cream. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Well, uh, like, she's got a dermatologist. Anyway, I, I'm just so oh. proud of her for, you know, being healthy. Yes. She's been through a lot. And she's oh continued God, to yeah. work through it all. Yeah. She's that strong French-Canadian mentality. Yeah. She's just got that Canadian perseverance. <laughs> oh. And have you seen... They did uh, that video of her. It's for Deadpool, the Deadpool movie. And... Oh, I forget the dancer's name. But he dances in a Deadpool costume with heels on. They were talking about it on Drag Race because he came in to choreograph a, a number for them. And they're like, if y'all don't know who he is, he's the Deadpool dancer in the Deadpool Celine video. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's ringing a bell. Funny. I think it's jogging fun. from the yeah. vault. <laughs> but she's very funny in that too because at the end, Deadpool's, the actual Deadpool, like Ryan Reynolds, is like, Celine, that was so good, but we're going to have to do it again. <laughs> And just like bring it down a couple notches. <laughs> She's like, my voice is only an eleven. <laughs> and then she's like, now beat it, Spider Man. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm like, she... oh, Celine, oh, Celine. We have oh, fun with her. We, we can't do. wait to have her on the podcast. I know she's coming soon. It's just a booking issue, like scheduling wise, but we are in talks. Yeah. We've been very busy. She's been begging. <laughs> no, it's like, sit in. Please. We're like, you can't call us in the middle of clinic, sit in. It's not appropriate. <laughs> My phone starts ringing during the OR. I'm like, could somebody get that? They're like, it's Celine. I'm like, oh my God. I told her I was going to be in the operating room. <laughs> I told her I only answer the phone between 7 and 730. <laughs> So the French Open is happening right now. Oh, I know. I'm so sad I haven't been able to watch any of it. Although, wasn't I... the final like today? Well, the final's going on right now. I'm live streaming it. Oh. Um, well, I'm not live streaming it. I'm following the score on my phone. Oh, okay. Just checking in. Isn't um, it Team and uh, Nadal? Is it... Yes, it's Team and Nadal. And they oh. both won a set. They're in the third set now. Oh, good. Good. Um, so not a runaway third... like fucking Federer and Nadal. Oh, my God. Wasn't that... Oh, embarrassing. I just saw the score. I was like, oh. (laughs) I mean, they blinked and it was over. But, I mean, Mm. 
Nadal is truly the king of the clay. I don't think anybody I will know. ever have as much success as him. Yeah. Um, and Federer has never really been a fan of the clay. <laughs> the semifinal performance is about what you'd expect from him. Mm. Not too shabby. Yeah, so for those who don't like tennis, <laughs> turn off your goddamn <laughs> podcast because we're talking about it. <laughs> Skip ahead five oh. minutes. I won't talk too long. I just I'm, the goal is basically to talk about Serena Williams. <laughs> oh, okay, yes, that's always the end goal. Um, but a quick um, Ashley Barty won her first Grand Slam for the women. Oh, good uh, for her. She's a very nice player on tour. I, I like watching her game. She's got a one-handed and a two-handed backhand, and she's got a nice Ooh. slice. And wow. Seems like a very nice girl. Um, <laughs> but, again, since Serena has been, you know, on mat leave and coming back, I feel like it's a new person winning a tournament and title every every time, and lots of new people winning Grand Slams, and... Mm-hmm. Every That's Grand nice. Slam winner is kind of a new winner, so it's very uh, yeah. It's interesting that way, but it's funny how it really was a power vacuum for a long time with my yes, girl uh, dominating these folk. <laughs> yeah, very different from the men's, where uh, for the last what like fifteen years has been four people, really three mm-hmm. people, winning mm-hmm. all the slams, and an yep. occasional Andy Murray and uh, Stan Wawrinka. Yes, taking one. But uh, I'm rooting for team. I think it's time for some fresh blood to win a Grand Slam. Time to loosen the stranglehold <laughs> these folk have. <laughs> yeah, I have to do. Oh, really? Nadal's going for number 12, and that's just ridiculous. Oh, 12. 12 of 12 one French. Grand Slam. 12 French. Like, what? Pardon me? <laughs> Ma'am? 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 <laughs> like... Get let someone else have a turn. <laughs> like his You've whole house is French Open trophies. <laughs> I know. Where do they put them all? They must have a a separate apartment for all their trophies and medals. Well, I think Serena's like, I don't actually know where all mine are. I mean fair. <laughs> I mean after a while, like the physical trophy doesn't mean much. She like, uh, Yeah, I've had I have this already. <laughs> she put the twenty seventeen Australian, she won when she was pregnant in her daughter's room. Oh, so she knows where that one is. Um, so yeah, She's uh, like, oh right, Serena Williams. Exactly. So Serena went out in the third round of uh, the French mm-hmm. to uh, I think a player ranked maybe like number thirty-five in the world. So it's kind of a shocking departure, but uh, anyway, the drama. The true news. Y'all can tune back in. This is less Tennessee. Okay. What's the tea? Um, <laughs> so Dominic team was giving a press conference uh-huh. and they kind of like screwed up the scheduling and Serena was waiting to start hers in his room. And she was like, listen, I'm not waiting. Oh. Y'all oh. I'm, I'm leaving. So they kicked Dominic team <gasps> out in the middle of his press conference Oh, to make way for Serena. And he was not pleased yeah he was like this shows a bad personality from her blur 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 i mean i don't think it's her like i wouldn't want to wait either i'd be like listen shit or get off the pot i mean they're the ones who booted him yeah she didn't ask for him to be booted right she wasn't like boot this child (laughs) yeah she was just like (laughs) 
and she you know she just lost and no one wants to get yeah, a press conference yeah, after they hang lose. around it's shitty and and they get the you know her especially she gets the same old questions her and venus you know com- press after press after press it's you guys are really old. You're going to retire. Yeah, I'm going to give How's up soon. How does it feel to be a declining force in tennis? Tell me how you feel about that. Oh, God. Like, how's the, being a mom? How's motherhood? <laughs> is, it, is it easy to train being a mom? You're really old, too. <laughs> oh, like, gosh. No wonder she doesn't want to give a damn press conference. Yeah. I'm not going to wait around to be told i'm old (laughs) (laughs) that's been you know all day for federer and nadal it's just basically you guys are really good you're really really great you're just so good you're so so good how are you just so fit and good and awesome and let me ask you actual questions about the match (laughs) yeah so but i know serena's in a class of her own but I mean, Dominic team is what, like number four in the world and you know, he's in the final now. I don't I don't think it's really appropriate to mm. boot him out, but He shouldn't have got the boot. No. They should have kept her in the locker room instead of bringing her to the press room. That's what should yeah. have happened. She should have had more time to cool down. They should have uh mm, yeah. organized it better. Yes, well absolutely absolutely. Serena, if you're listening, I'm still rooting for you to get to twenty four. But if you don't, what you've accomplished is great. I know. I want to see that, too. I need that storyline. It would just be inspiring to come back from a traumatic birth so quickly. She was still breastfeeding when she came back to the tour. Mm. And, like, she was considered advanced maternal age. She was 36 when she gave birth. That's already way harder on the body. Plus, it was a C-section. Plus, a hematoma. Plus, multiple surgeries. Pulmonary embolisms. Like, goddamn. And she came back, and within eight months, she was in a Wimbledon final. So really, she's, you know, done enough. But with Serena, it's the people expect. No, it's never. She can never give enough. Yeah. (laughs) If she's winning, it's no big deal. If she loses, it's the end of the world, and yada, yada. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's true. When you get to that level, you win. It's like, okay, well, you were supposed to win. (laughs) Yeah. And then and if then, you lose, they're like, oh, Serena's star yeah. is starting to fall. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Gosh, what a way to live, eh? Yeah, the constant expectation and pressure, it would be yeah, pretty uh, heavy on the mind. Heavy on the mind. Shaken, not <laughs> stirred. <laughs> we have Sean Connery joining us today. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was just my... I was just so glad to have a little bit of Serena tea to... Oh, good, yeah. About, we haven't had I some could, in a while. I could talk about that woman all day. I'm just waiting for her to have another freak out so I can dive into the whole US Open thing. Oh, I know. Yes. That would have been God. good for if we were podcasting at that time. I know. I would have had so much to say. But, <laughs> you know, Hopeless. there's always this year's US Open. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> They'll find a way something. to fuck her over then, too. <laughs> oh, God. No. Anyway, we might have to edit that out. I don't want to give too much of an opinion on that. It's past. We've moved on. I've moved on. Naomi Osaka's moved on. She's won another Grand Slam since. Serena's moved on. They're going to find you. Oh, my God. Tennis lobbyists. Well, 
it's, it's interesting. Some tennis lobbyists would, you know, praise me, and some would, mm-hmm. you know, pick it outside my apartment. <laughs> now welcome it. Pick it my apartment so I can't leave. <laughs> Block the entrance so I can't leave. <laughs> Hi, Doctor So and So. I can't make it. I have picketers blocking my exit. <laughs> I'm going to have to take the day off. I'm so sorry. Uh, they're like, I get it. The news, the news coverage is alarming. <laughs> Stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> you think you. <laughs> what else uh, what else on your list of oh. This is a little different y'all than than usual. Um Alex and I don't obviously we don't got no time to rehearse before. <laughs> We record, but we do tend to, we have a little place where we can compile some topics we'd like to talk about and gives us a chance to to inform ourselves a little more before, but we haven't really done that before this recording, so we're going a little more little more live, a little more v- um, uh, rogue, and it's a little electric. more vogue. It's electric. So, uh, uh, I have a note about uh, the ER simulation that made me laugh, because, um, so during our er rotation every thursday we had a simulation where we kind of go through cases with a like a high fidelity mannequin i guess you'd call it uh what he has like pulses and his eyes can open and close and the pupils respond oh that's cool i assumed when you said high fidelity you meant he's not cheating on his spouse (laughs) but you mean human-like lifelike (laughs) yes yes um and so we were doing some ER simulations, and the the case was always with a male that day. And then when we left to have them reset the room, and then I was going to be the leader for that the next simulation. So we walk in, and then our preceptor's like, okay, so this is Mrs. Jones. She's whatever, 28 years old. Da, da, da. And we walk in, and there's like this wig, this wig on the mannequin. <laughs> And I like, oh. I couldn't even help myself. I walked in. I was like, "Oh, she got a wig!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was like so, it was so funny to me that they they put a wig on. Oh, my oh it made me so happy. I was like, "Girl, look at you!" <laughs> oh, was oh. it well brushed, styled? No, <laughs> girl, it was oh. haggard. Oh. It was, it was like Silky's wig. blue wig at the finale. <laughs> yes. It was oh, not wow. so good, but uh, yeah, it was funny. It was sort of a, it was an ectopic pregnancy um, oh. case, and I was doing like all my ruling out like appendicitis, that kind of thing. I was doing my special tests. And I was like, okay, now Mrs. Jones, we'll get you to lift your right leg up, and then I was like lifting your leg. <laughs> we had a good time. I bet you know you really get to know people <laughs> when you help them through a. Through a crisis and you find a diagnosis, you really, it's nice. (laughs) Yes, even Um, if it's a mannequin. Really? uh, (laughs) The mannequins are supposed to be unisex. They actually, ours don't have genitals. So I don't know why they felt the need to uh, put a wing on, but I support it. Well, I guess if it's an ectopic pregnancy, it helps to reinforce to the learners that it's a female. (laughs) Well. Biological female. You, I mean, okay. I like that they put on the wig. Okay, I'm glad it you approve. It's already happened. Seem, it just seems like a waste of uh, resource. 
Like you got, then you got to hire someone to put on the wig. You got to buy the wig, and well, we're the, all about trying to save costs. The preceptor's there anyway. I don't think it took him that much extra time to slip a wig on. You bill it. If I'm putting a wig on a mannequin, I'm billing it. Yeah, they get paid. To I'm not working for free. I'm billing it. <laughs> I don't know if there's a surcharge for the wig, but he definitely gets paid. Oh, there's a surcharge. If I'm doing it. <laughs> that's uh, that's in the contract. <laughs> uh, part of the learning point was talking to Obsgein, and they he like simulated the call, and they didn't want to come in. They're like, oh, "Why don't you come in?" I'm like, "Listen, you need to come in now." <laughs> I was like, "This is Mrs. Jones, and she needs help." Mrs. Jones needs her ectopic removed. <laughs> For those who don't know, don't ectopic pregnancy is a pregnancy that's not in the uterus. Yes. Yes, so it's bad. If you have an ectopic into, pregnancy, go shock. to your nearest emergency department. <laughs> yeah, she was she was dropping her pressure. She was getting tacky. I'm like, call Hobbs gone. Get them in here now. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, yeah. in our simulations, we don't call other apartments yeah i mean this is at the end it was just like an extra point that she really needed to be seen by ops guide so even if they didn't want to come in you had to be firm be adamant yes you have to convince them oh that's convince nice me. i find that's actually a nice a nice touch hmm. that's a good idea for a sim we haven't uh we haven't covered that yet we probably won't and that's okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe i'll suggest it as a topic if they uh Ask for um, some suggestions. Yeah, it's just like a little add-on to the case at the end. Cute. Cute. So have you seen any good uh, TV or movies at all these days? Um, oh my goodness. Well, I started watching Chernobyl oh, last night. Did new... she? Yeah, I know this definitely comes as a shock to you. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> It's just a little, you know, it was late. I'm tired. <laughs> I've been studying. I've been studying when I'm not working and I'm working a lot. I'm studying. Mm-hmm. So, and it's a, it's a complicated, it's a sophisticated show. It's not a show you watch to wind down, right? No, it's no. visually stimulating. It's intelligent. It's. It's beautiful, it's precocious, it's conscientious, it's meticulous. Ooh. Wow. It's everything you want in a doctor, but in a TV show. <laughs> and, uh, my, sorry, the point being, uh, I realized 35 minutes in that I had no fucking idea what was going on. <laughs> so I thought, okay, it's time to shelf that for a minute until i have um some time and some brain power to really sit down and focus and uh i started watching big little lies instead Mm. which uh so far um quite entertaining um but it's very it's also tangled web we weave many Mm. (laughs) perspectives uh i don't really know who's the villain yet (laughs) good there's some tension they're trying to make, or I felt like they were trying to make Reese Witherspoon seem like the villain, the villain, like the, her character, like a gossipy, bratty, bratty Cardick, uh, <laughs> um, like character. But then she's been also like 
very kind and sticking up for one of the moms that is not wealthy and and uh, new and a little bit down on their luck. So I don't really know what's going on there. And then, which is you know, lifelike. Mm-hmm. People aren't all good and people aren't all bad. Right. And you're getting like so, different perspectives from the different characters. So you're like your opinions are kind of swaying depending on whose viewpoint is being featured. You know. Exactly. It's lots of unreliable narrators, and really, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're all unreliable narrators, Amen. unless there's like some omniscient, you know, um, faceless, characterless narrator. Uh-huh. But even then, can we trust them? We trust them in books. We trust the um, omnipotent voice in the book, but they could be lying. They could be. We could be duped. Every book we read, we might get duped. <laughs> um, the last page, but... they're like jk jk rowling all was well oh all was well the scar had not pained him for many more years (laughs) until i run out of money and i want to reopen the franchise (laughs) he woke and his scar was searing hot (laughs) and somehow he had forgotten to destroy the last horcrux (laughs) there was another horcrux oh and Turns out Hermione was a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Much to Ron's chagrin. <laughs> yes, and turns out all of the children are bisexual. <laughs> yeah, now that's a series. <laughs> <laughs> that's the new series we're going to follow. There's your movie. <laughs> are you not entertained? <laughs> So Big Little Lies is, uh, I'm probably going to watch another episode tonight. And this is season uh, one, because you're behind, because season two is almost coming out, but you're watching season one. I can't wait. I hope it comes out when I'm finished season one. Um, I think it's coming out in the next few days. Ooh, I picked a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Studying whomst. Oh gosh. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the struggle. And I, I would say I haven't seen any good movies. Um, Not a good I, inten- movie. I intended to see that Jordan Peele movie, but it didn't come to where I live. It actually didn't come to theaters here. You didn't watch which us? Is kind of annoying. No, I didn't have a chance yet. But the minute it comes out, I'm going to rent it on the TV. I'm not going to wait for it to be free. Yeah. Because I just really genuinely want to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, Get Out was phenomenal. Yeah, you and I watched that together. Mm-hmm. Um, Get we Out. did. Get Out. Um, probably, yeah, it was... Two years ago, almost uh, exactly, and that was an experience. It was very, yes. very good. Yeah, so, um, I love that and movie. I've heard similarly great things about us, so I hope to see that. Um, I want to see Pet Cemetery, but I just did not have time. That was a busy time in my life. Oh, I haven't heard of and that I, one. What's that? I haven't heard of that one. Oh, it's the remake of that. You know that Stephen King book. No. It was like a horror movie in the 80s, I think, maybe 80s or uh, 90s, and okay. it was it was pretty good, but they're redoing it because they're running out of ideas, so they're rebooting a lot of yeah of old movies. That's been very common in the horror genre of late, um, but I'd like to see that, and I wanted to see Endgame, Avengers Endgame, just because mm-hmm. of the hullabaloo. Um, right. I lost, I fell off the wagon on all that stuff. I can't watch Avengers. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everyone, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I love Marvel movies. I loved Captain America. I loved Thor. I'm so-so about Iron Man after the first one. 
But Avengers, it's too many storylines, it's too many heroes and side plots, and I just can never follow it. And like yeah. Infinity Wars, I don't even know what happened in Infinity Wars. I watched that start <laughs> to finish, and I can't tell you what the fuck happened. <laughs> Some people turned to fucking dust, and I don't even know why. <laughs> I know there was like a premise where when Thanos finds the Infinity Stones, for some reason people turn to fucking dust. I have no, no idea why. <laughs> you see, like uh, my mom after she watched Digimon, <laughs> that Digimon movie when we were kids, my brother and I, we took her to the Pokemon movie, which she was like, okay, that was all right. And then we took her to Digimon. She was like, what in the hell? <laughs> Just, oh, Kathy, Kathy, baby. You I didn't know it. what the hell was going on that whole time. <laughs> well, Digimon always kind of was a second-rate Pokemon. Yeah, it's a little but, more. That's a little but more. But I kind of like stretch. Digimon more. Honestly, I was a mm. huge Digimon fan. Where you? Um, I really, <laughs> I was rooting for TK and Kari. Oh God, I forget young. all the. They're, I, they were the two youngins that always oh, accompanied okay. the older kids and. I was like, oh, they've been adventuring together since childhood. I hope they end up together. And I was like, also nine. I'm like, oh, that yes, would be yes. such a heartwarming thing. <laughs> uh, hopeless romantic from a young age. Yes, since age nine. What about you? See any movies? Well, I was watching some things on, on Netflix. Like, Have you, have you seen uh, The Perfection? That Netflix movie? It is disturbing. What movie? <laughs> it's called The Perfection. And I think oh. the, the um, cover art is like some lady with a strange look on her face holding the cello. Interesting. But it's about these two like very uh, high-achieving cellists who... I don't even know. I don't want to give anything away, but it's just... <laughs> it's crazy. But is it crazy in a good way? Um, like, do you recommend I see it? Or oh, it I think like... you should see it. It's a, it's an interesting, interesting plot, interesting take on sort of some modern issues. I don't know that they uh, go about it in a totally unproblematic way, but it's certainly <laughs> interesting. It's not, it's not at all where I thought the movie was going because I didn't watch like the trailer or anything. And I just okay. read uh, like the little description synopsis, and it was like, "Oh, two like cellists there." I don't even know what it said, but like rejoin and compete or something. I don't know. So I thought it was going to be like mostly about the music, and they were going to be like studying and preparing for some recital at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the movie, and it was going to come down to a showdown between the, those two people, you know. And one would be awarded some fancy of music award, but it was not that. <laughs> oh. So there's some real, some deep issues, and you're not sure if they really understood and handled it appropriately? Well, I think that's up for debate. Yeah, I think that's up okay. for debate. That's interesting. I'll have to watch, mm. and maybe we can talk about it in our next little podcast, see, mm. if, uh, see if there is a little debate brewing there. <laughs> but uh, it's... Uh, yeah, it's always interesting when certain issues come up and maybe they handle part of part of it correctly and kind of yeah. then kind of shit the bed for other parts. But, you know, problematicness comes from <laughs> ignorance and all that. Well, certainly they, they're getting the conversation going for sure. Okay. I think they're achieving what maybe they wanted. Maybe that's the goal. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're it's portraying great. it in a 
It's very problematic light to get the conversation going. We'll see. We'll see. I don't even know what the issue is, so I don't know why I'm I'm commenting in any way, (laughs) shape, or form. (laughs) I haven't I haven't seen the damn thing. I saw it in passing. Uh, The Perfectionist. The 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 perfection. The perfection. The perfection, darling. The perfection. Always striving for perfection. (laughs) Yes, that comes. And we fail every time. Mm -hmm. The goal is to strive for excellence. Yes. Because perfection's unattainable. And if you strive for perfection, you're in for a very miserable life. Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Yes, girl. You gotta you gotta shoot for the moon. And even if you miss, you land amongst the stars. I know. Isn't that so <laughs> astronomically inaccurate? I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll land on the earth after you've burned an orbit. <laughs> Your ashes will land upon the earth. I guess they're hoping you have enough momentum. <laughs> if you miss the moon, you just carry on just indefinitely. <laughs> You're just like, Wee! Oh, they should take a physics course. <laughs> I took intro to physics and I'm so smart for it. Yes. I took a physics class in undergrad, like after the like first year physics. Ooh. I Dumb. took, but it was, it was not uh, a difficult score. It was like a 100 level oh, course. And I find, I find it all difficult. I found, I found intro to physics hard. Oh, well, th- this was, was like, even easier than like the intro physics classes though. This was like an okay. interest kind of course. It was I, like, uh, y'all, there's dark matter out there. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's the <laughs> physics I can do. <laughs> Yeah, you would have been fine. Yeah. Y'all, there's dark matter out there. That'll be on the test. Yeah, literally. (laughs) It'd be like, question one, what is out there? And I'd be like, fuck. Multiple choice. Dark dark matter sounds like it could be. I'm not sure, though. It's like A, dark matter. B, light matter. C, don't pick C. And I'm like struggling. The other thing is we, for that class, every week we had to submit an exam worthy multiple choice question. And we'd be like graded on how good our question was. And then those questions, I mean, at least a lot of them showed up on our final. Like that was our finals made up of these practice questions from students. Because we would get like the best questions were, um, fed back to us for like a weekly review and one of my questions was on the exam <laughs> oh congratulations I, like, I wrote this question so i know you're the like answer. a he likes my questions and b i probably know the answer i i think i remember what the right answer was. <laughs> god that was tangential uh how did we get here <laughs> what were we talking about originally we were talking about striving for perfection, and I said you can shoot for the moon and land oh, amongst the stars. Netflix. And that was physically inaccurate. Yeah. And then we talked about yeah, the perfection. The perfection. The perfection, darling. The perfection is what I'm going to watch. Yeah, it's with that lady who was the cuckoo white chick in uh, Get Out. Oh. Yeah. She's equally kooky. <laughs> oh, well, I she's, love that. She's motivated. I'll say that. I don't want to be. I, she's motivated. I would love to be typecasted in like the role of the crazy person yeah because that would just be the most fun for me well she can make like crazy faces and just like that facial expression kind of doe-eyed look okay you know 
and you started watching Chernobyl, or you've already watched it, oh, and you highly recommend it. I highly recommend. Audience, if you are looking for just a classy show, hit up Chernobyl. It's written by Craig Mazin, who does the Script Notes podcast about screenwriting, and he's a very talented writer. He's often uh, called upon to fix up scripts and dig movies out of a hole. And so it was very well done. I very much enjoyed it. I had high expectations and I was in tears by the end. It was very powerful. Oh, and it was just it was just nice that everyone was British. I know. It made understanding it very easy for me. I didn't have to learn Russian. I mean, it was so nice that everyone had a nice British accent. Their names were like Akimov. <laughs> I know. Right? They had these like Ukrainian and like Russian names and they're like Oh, yes. Oh, we must clear up this mess. Yeah. Oh, Pip, Chernobyl. Spot this a tea. Chernobyl business there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll spot a tea and then we'll go save the world. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My, good- my goodness. What? My goodness. My goodness. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, but, you know. There's a scene uh, with, like, a very old... <laughs> it's nice old... that we didn't have to learn Russian. <laughs> a very old woman who, like, refuses to leave her home, like, that's in, in the exclusion zone oh. from the radioactive fallout. And, yeah, it was funny. Her, she's like, I've lived here my whole life and I've seen these wars and all this. Th-. And she is talking with, like, this British... <laughs> this British accent, perfect English. It's just kind of funny. An it's interesting uh, juxtaposition it with the scene. Everything tends to, these HBO shows tend to default to uh, British accents. Like, yeah, that's the. No one said Game of Thrones was uh, set in the UK. <laughs> it's uh, set in a fantasy world where the people could, you know, have whatever accent they want. Yeah. But that's it's just standard. Oh, it's nice. A nice it's British nice. accent to just add some je ne sais quoi. Well, you'd have a hard time casting. <laughs> Everybody who could speak a language fluently. Mm. Yeah. They'd have some shoddy acting, I think. Yeah, well, they had that anyway. Oh, oh well, Game No, I'm season, joking. Season, season, season. I, As much as I had my issues with season uh, eight, I think everyone, the actors were doing their best with a bad situation, and the acting's always kind of been phenomenal. Well, they could have remembered to take out the water bottles and Starbucks cups. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's all I heard about. <laughs> So that's just really lacking unprofessionalism. <laughs> I don't I don't know what happened. They had storylines that didn't make no sense. They had dialogue that was just awful and problematic. And like oh. no one thought that was no one said that's a bad idea. Like one of the characters in prior seasons had been um brutally sexually assaulted by the mm. person she was forced to marry and she oh. was like it made me who I am today. It oh. made me the strong, independent woman I am. Oh. And everyone was kind of like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's kind of, why was that allowed? Why did that make it past the uh, script writing? You know, certainly on a show like that, there'd be a committee. <laughs> yeah, they probably just go, think, uh. oh, well, she's being a strong woman. And they forget, like, the whole backstory. It's like, that's okay. We have dialogue featuring a strong woman, so that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's strong, right? She's a woman. She's being strong. Okay, we're covered. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What is she actually uh, saying? (laughs) There's been a lot of... uh, Anyway, very odd, because it 
began with the utmost professionalism and very meticulous and it was a master class and then it kind of devolved into what it became but i think we already covered game of thrones ending in our last podcast so i won't go won't talk yes, more about it you went off i think i went a little bit off <laughs> but yeah so i'm excited to see chernobyl i just have to have some time to commit because this brain is Oh, it's saturated. Having yeah. A, having a hard time watching anything except for old comedy reruns. <laughs> Something we can turn uh-huh. off. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we must. We must talk about Rupal. Yes. Oh, I was just about to segue. Oh. I was going to say, well, one thing I have made time to watch. <laughs> oh, that would have been better. <laughs> Let's reset, no, everybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're real people. We're going to keep this in the edit, and they're going to see that we're real people. Okay. We're, we're not perfect, but we try our best every day to provide for y'all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so RuPaul Season 11 is done. It's a wrap. Um, if y'all haven't seen the finale, spoiler alert but fuck y'all if you haven't seen it yet. i know at it's we're point, late to the game like if yeah, you wanted to see far, it you've seen it yeah it's far enough in the future at this point that <laughs> if, i'm sorry if it gets spoiled it sucks i went through spoilers every damn season because i was late to the rupaul game in general <laughs> oh my so, god i started watching with a season where they had like brought back all the winning queens and it was like here's so-and-so from season one here's so-and-so from season two and they introduced all the winners and i was like well fuck me i'll let you i'll let you know what that was that was season eight yeah so i started with that and i was like wow i just fucking ruined the whole every season (sighs) well the funny thing is i started with season eight as well and that was the only season that really wasn't spoiled for me um Oh. I didn't know that, spoiler alert, Bob was going to win. <laughs> um, and, uh, but it's funny because I, I saw that episode too, but I didn't really take enough, uh, I didn't really take it in, so I didn't really necessarily, that didn't spoil it for me. Sensing a pattern here. <laughs> well, like, I was like, I was oh, these are a bunch of really cool, like, cool drag queens these are nice photos and it was a lot of stimulation it was my first time watching it i didn't know what was going on okay but anyway then i got into the to the realm of rupaul and the internet spoiled everything for me yeah except right. season five i didn't know spoiler alert jinx was gonna win <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you're not giving people enough time <laughs> you're like spoiler, yeah, spoiler jinx, alert, jinx spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler alert jinx <laughs> Yeah. They're like reaching for their phone or their <laughs> mouse. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Everyone watching this podcast has seen, is caught up on RuPaul. We know that. Mary. Mary, you're caught up. Oh, Mary. she caught up. She been caught up. Yeah. Um, I give them the initial warning saying spoiler alert ahead so they should stop listening anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Finale. How do you yes. feel? Yes. Well, well, well. The outfits, the uh, the little runway with the eliminated queens. First of all, I love how Michelle introduced them as the eliminated queens. <laughs> and they're like, woo! But I thought, uh, <laughs> like, here we are, the losers. Soju looked great, I thought. And that, like, sleek, like, red, red gown. The little, like... 
I think Soju was going to be a, a breakout. Oh, yeah. Star. A breakout sister. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, they she kind of had some redemption when going on. And, you know, yeah. we got to know her a little bit more when she came back for a challenge. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, turning it out good. with a nice runway, everyone's like, look, she's growing. She's so sweet and she's growing as a drag queen. Yeah, that was good for her to come back. It was helpful yes. to like yeah, remind us her. of her. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of nice because thought, we do yeah. tend to forget the queens that go. Yes. Like the first three. Yeah, the first three tend to fade. <laughs> in yeah, memory, oh, except for, sure. for Vanji. Except Vangie for Vanji and Porkchop. Because <laughs> no one ever shuts yeah, up about yeah. Porkchop. Yeah, you're right. Pork chop, but the very first queen eliminated. She deserves the the recognition. <laughs> the recognition. But I thought plastic tiara looked amazing, and that white kind of like feathered great. thingy. Yeah. Yes. And sugar cane with that reveal. She came oh, out with like Jesus. And then That's I didn't cool. think the the velvet dress underneath wasn't like doing it for me, but the reveal was cool. But yeah, with the reveal, I mean, she... like, you have to look better once the reveal has been revealed. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You have to, yeah. I mean, a cool reveal will get you far. We love a good reveal. But, you know, it's like, kind of like Silky. She just kept getting progressively more ratchet during her, <laughs> her lip sync reveals. Oh, my gosh. She's, like, ripping off her hair. <laughs> oh. God, uh, she, oh, oh, poor Silky. <laughs> What did you think of uh, Nina West's look with her exposed fake nude illusion butt? <laughs> I, I'm kind of drawing a blank. Let me Google it. It was like Nina a West. red red front. I think it was supposed to be that the dress was too small to close because she had like these white flaps sticking out and then like a nude illusion over the back with her sparkly rhinestone butt. So it was like, hee hee, I couldn't fit into my dress. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I kind of like that. <laughs> I mean, it was like fitting with her character. Yeah, she's been... It's campy. It was very cheeky. Ho, ho, ho. ba do boom Ba-do-boom. So, so witty. That's why we That's why That's why I won this hosting position. Yeah, I interviewed a lot of candidates. And it was your your wit. Your sheer wit. Wit. That uh, really set me you, apart. That gave you the uh, the job because I thought, bitch, he can carry this podcast <laughs> with that quit, and I can just sit back and drink my coffee. Mm-hmm. And you've been carrying us ever since. Ever since. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember what I thought. Uh, I like it. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Um, and uh, I think I called her being Miss Congeniality. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was... It was obvious. It was between her and Sugar, but, like, it was, like, 90% in her favor, I would say. Yeah. I mean, Sugar, Sugar's sweet, actually. She would have been worthy of Miss Congeniality. I feel like if she would have gotten more airtime, maybe, you know? She got a lot of confessional time. Okay. I don't don't think Sugar came got... I feel like she got less than everybody else, though. Really? I thought she was very (laughs) prominent. (laughs) I feel like I kept forgetting she was there. Plastique oh, had her yeah, moment Plastique. with Rue where he's like, "That's true. I'm your mother now. <laughs> and they had a nice hug. And mm. But other than that, after that, Rue was like, okay, done. I showed I was nice. Next. Get her off. Elimination. 
and we didn't really get to i didn't find she had a lot of confessional time we didn't get to see the real plastique yeah that's fair um i don't remember what vanji was even wearing but i have written stop relying on that body (laughs) (laughs) i don't think no i think vanji actually looked really good vanji was well padded Mm -hmm. and she was in a gown Mm, okay okay um she wasn't relying on that body shit. I thought she looked actually quite polished. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Um, if I remember correctly, I think she looked good. Fill the silence while I look this up, would you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, she was in like a leopard. She was in like really? a leopard fucking suit. Like oh. a jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. talk about this gown. No, yeah. She was... Uh, <laughs> but she, uh, the point was, you're right, um, she was padded. Okay. Um, nicely, I thought. But she actually looks yeah. like shit in these step and repeats. That I'm I was going to say, these... <laughs> I don't remember her looking <laughs> that kind of... It's not, it's not so great up close like this. It's a yeah, little lumpy okay. lumpy. I'm... Uh, oh, yeah. Never mind. I'm wrong. No, she didn't, shouldn't look that good. Stop oh, relying on that body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop, please. But yeah. listen, Vanjie is uh, got the body, so I would rely on it too. Yeah, if I had it, I would rely on it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, oh my god, if I, I... <laughs> oh, it's a good thing I don't have no body. <laughs> it would be thirst trap zilla. <laughs> Every podcast thumbnail would be me in a thirst trap pose outfit. <laughs> but, uh, so, how do you feel about the winner, darling? Oh, we gotta talk through the whole thing. Okay. I was I was just gonna jump around, but let's do it. Let's do it. Go okay. on. Lead me. I liked, I liked how they had uh, little segments for each of the finalists. You know? Like, they showed a little video, and... They talked to the family. They started with Akaria there. And her family was so funny. Didn't you think? Oh, so, you yeah. They were, RuPaul was like, I, gla- I guess glamour runs in the family. And they're like, oh, yes, it comes quite naturally. <laughs> I always like when the family can, uh, like, engage with Ru or whatever, the host in some way. Instead of just being like, yeah, me too. hi, yeah, they were very proud. <laughs> we love them so much. Yeah. We had our rough patches, but we we're all a happy family now. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I hated the fact that they did drag two months ago, but we have truly pulled it around. I'm like, how much is Rue paying you to say that? <laughs> They're like, Good for you. You're an example to all the families. <sighs> and then Vanji got her own tape. Yeah, she got her own like segment. She came back and had like Vanjie. a on-the-street little bit. Vanjie is, uh, I think, one of Rue's faves. Because yeah. every once in a while, Rue kind of has a, a fave that they connect with. And uh, Vanjie, I think, is going to be one of those. Because mm-hmm. it was Alyssa Edwards and Alaska and Katya and all those people that Rue, you know had a favors i think vanji will be his new fave yeah that was that was joke joke winner there you're the winner of season 11 
For real? Though. Hell no. <laughs> Manji is the absolute winner to be able to come back and make top five and show more of herself and well, it's all about kind of show that she really doesn't it. have a whole lot of uh, acting chops. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we didn't even talk about the reunion, but Vanjie got her time on that too. She got like the first 15 minutes, I feel yeah. like, of the reunion was like all Vanjie. Yeah, I only saw half the reunion. Um, <laughs> but oh yeah, oh my god, not not a couple no mo. Oh yeah, they broke up, y'all. Because Brooklyn oh. is a little bit of a free spirit. Yeah, she's like, I can't be tied down. Oh, I, I, I was like, I felt that when she, gave, <laughs> when she gave the speech about how like freedom is like the most important thing to her, and I was like, yes, <laughs> that is why I am perpetually single. <laughs> My freedom matters to me. Yeah, and. Anyway, if I could find somebody that I felt free with, I would have a fighting chance. <laughs> so I get it, Miss yeah. Brooke. <laughs> Miss Brooke. Um, the biggest, I think, drama was uh, wig gate. <laughs> oh. The little wig scandal with Ariel Versace and Raj. <laughs> like, taking the wig, they still rehash all that. But the funniest thing was when Rue asked Raja, did you take a wig? <laughs> And then she says, there was one of her wigs that made its way in my suitcase. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow. Somehow a wig (laughs) made its way in my suitcase. (laughs) Well, I mean, I, I don't think they should have taken the damn wigs home, but... Girl left her wigs, and it's a competition. She has a wig business. They thought she was promoting her business. (laughs) Like that was so funny. I'm just thinking. I mean, I would. It would never really bother me if they used my wigs. I would want to be able to have them shipped back to me. I wouldn't want to lose them all because you bring a pretty. You bring your best collection when you're trying to win a competition. So I feel for her. But the fact that she was that upset, they used her damn wigs. I'm like, get a grip. Why'd you forget them all if they're so fucking important to you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she got a lot of promo out of that. Maybe yeah. this was all planned. Because she does have yeah, a wig I business. So. And all we're talking about is her damn wigs. Yeah, I think I think that was probably planned. I think she was like, bye y'all, use my wigs. <laughs> and she came back. <laughs> they she's like, that out motherfuckers the... <laughs> took my wigs. Motherfuckers took my motherfucking wigs. <laughs> it became wig These gate. These motherfucking wigs took my motherfucking wigs. <laughs> make sure you use my wigs please i insist i don't need them and then she's like who took my wigs she's like, take them home put them in your suitcase who took my wigs brilliant. just brilliant it's like kim k she's like who put out my sex tape oh i who know showed my sex tape who leaked this I want names. <laughs> I feel betrayed. I'm not going to investigate in any way, but I am betrayed. Now give me my $300 million net worth. <laughs> yeah. I also liked throughout the the broadcast, they didn't cut out like every kind of little like fun, candid moment. Like there were a couple times where oh, Rue... the finale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, uh, when they were, I think it was when Brooklyn had to pick which, uh, 
um, box she wanted to open to reveal mm-hmm. which lip sync it was going to be. And then Rue was like, are you ready to pick? And Brooklyn says, I am. <laughs> and then Rue's like, okay, good. good. <laughs> yeah. And then and then when he was talking about, uh, they were getting ready to lip sync and he's like, two queens stand behind me. And then he started to giggle. He's like, that always makes me laugh. Yeah. And then he just had to reset. I was going to comment on that, too. Yeah. Like, that's fun. I like yeah, that. I think it's... And then they go... Because someone was recently asking me, why don't they just do the finale live instead of going through the whole rigmarole of filming three winners and then having the winner really find out during the episode airtime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, because you think RuPaul can do all that shit in one live day? <laughs> <laughs> Like, if you listen to the podcast, you get a little more insight into who RuPaul truly is. He's not just the glamazon, <laughs> articulate beauty that he is portrayed on the show. He's like, he was talking recently about how every time he goes, ladies, I've made my decision. He wants to say decision. <laughs> decision. He said one episode, they had to do 10 takes. <laughs> really? He said, decision. <laughs> decision. <laughs> and... Oh. Uh, I know that so that's why every episode now because he talks about pausing before the word decision. Yeah, <laughs> I made my decision. <laughs> that's why he said he came up with that particular cadence because he said he would just go. <laughs> it's a constant. I've made my decision. <laughs> I made my decision. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I find that's really that's fun too. They kept it in, but Rue did not like uh, lose a beat. He goes, "Okay, good." And then everyone was laughing, and he did not break face. He was ready to do another take. And... <laughs> he made a little gesture. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was that was fun, and that always makes me laugh. And it's nice to see Rue in a situation like that where the lighting is not so controlled, and um, the angles aren't just right, and you can still see that she's a beauty. She is stunning. Yeah. Stunningly beautiful, always gag-worthy outfits. <laughs> Why y'all gagging? I bring it to you every episode. <laughs> I bring it to you every ball. Yes, darling. Paris is Rue's like, Why y'all gagging? I've been serving this for 35 years. <laughs> Have you seen Paris is Burning yet? I haven't. Watch. And Get I out. hate myself for it. Get out. <laughs> it's like... It's on motherfucking Netflix. It's on my I wish know. list. I, I should have watched it. I should have taken the opportunity to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Mark me to this, Mary. Hold me to it. <laughs> Bye. Mary's like, you think Our... I'm still listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> Mary, please. Mary, please. <laughs> okay. Chernobyl and Paris is Burning. That's, you got to watch that. July. July, I will watch it. I will hopefully watch it in June, end of June. But by the time we put out a podcast in July, I will have watched Paris is Burning. Yes. Um, so, um, anyway, back to the finale. <laughs> okay, so our first lip sync is between mm. Brooklyn and Silky. They're doing Bootylicious. Yes, which, what the, that's got to be some produced bullshit. Why in God's name is Silky picking, um... Brooklyn. Oh, to, yeah. So Silky, she was the the spin landed on mm. Silky, and then she picked Brooklyn to lip sync against. I don't know if she was just trying to prove something. Like if she happened to win, and then her, her like lip sync prowess would be undeniable if she was able to beat Brooklyn. You know, 
or I know, if it but was... like if you want a shot at the at the crown oh yeah i think it would have been smarter to pick a uh oh, a carrier absolutely yeah but um, so i'm not sure what her reasoning was no very but, weird but no for um, sure if you want to make it to the next round you're not picking brooklyn no i mean her and evie have proven themselves to be um very proficient yes in the lip shook <laughs> yeah. and uh but no, Silky kind of, I mean, she couldn't have gotten any worse than that no scrubs. Oh, God. But she the wasn't much better this time. I mean, she was high yeah. energy. I have written she was high energy. And she had all those reveals, like with the wigs and the outfit but reveals. She, hmm. she hasn't mastered a proper reveal. Like, they end up being, yeah. like, not impactful. <laughs> like, she doesn't do it at the right time. And then she kind of moves on immediately. So it's like yeah. no one has time to really take it in. Yeah, she doesn't have a great, like, stage awareness. No. So kind of just, like, roam around. You're like, where are you going? Like, why are you walking, like, to the back corner? And then you're, like, walking over to the side. You're, like, at the back. And, and she like, was high energy, but her dancing was kind of erratic. Yeah. Um, for someone who so, has so much personality and is so funny, I'm surprised she never did, like, a comedy shtick. Because if she could take her personality from the challenges and convey that on stage, I think she could you know turn it out mm-hmm. but she's mm-hmm. trying to be motherfucking beyonce and <laughs> yeah. you know she's not and she's not um but you're right she was high energy she had reveals she mm-hmm. did like a body slam at one point did mm-hmm. you notice that she just like threw her ass on stage <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and like i do remember that um, then she did some splits and yeah, she kind of thrashes about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very. It's kind of chaotic. <laughs> um, but those, those, oh, that shoe reveal. Oh, Brooklyn's uh, shoe reveal. There. Yes, yeah. with the chains, and she pulls it off, and she's got her point shoes oh, on. That was hot. I'm like, okay. That was creative. It was mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then she was doing oh, okay. her her usual kind of splits and handstands and bouncing in the splits and oh. I was like and, okay yeah and like she was really actually showing personality too like her face she was really embodying the the sexiness of the song <laughs> and when she had her back up against that wall I was like she's gonna fall she's gonna fall she's she was a little shaky she was shaky but she did it she did it she held it and to to do that you know live in the moment to take that kind of risk mm-hmm. bravo. bravo bravo yes okay so uh, unsurprisingly brooklyn wins <laughs> mm-hmm. and we say goodbye to silky goodbye oh. silky <laughs> bye silky and then so we had the lip sync number two against akira and evie and they're doing mm. sos mm. by Re- rehana so what did we think yes, of that yeah. I thought Akira missed some words. There were like some shots of her and the lip sync was not on point for me. Yeah, I was. I kind of thought Akira might turn it out and be like the dark horse winner. Because like I keep thinking back to that, you know, that video they did where she was the twerking mama running from the cops a few episodes back Mm -hmm. and she showed so much personality and she showed that she could dance and i thought maybe she'll turn that shit out yeah but um didn't no but i thought her hair reveal was good with that like sparkly blue wig 
cutesy. I thought that much was better nice. than uh, Silky's ratchet blue wig <laughs> <laughs> that was barely staying on her damn head by the oh, last one. <laughs> it's hard to beat Evie, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She had she, sort uh, of her usual tricks going, contortions. Mm. Not as good as we've seen them, I thought, the contortions that round. but She was saving herself for the yeah, final lip sync. So the final, so Evie wins, oh. and then oh. so Brooklyn and Evie are battling it out. In the third lip sync. That outfit. She picked the best time to have that fucking outfit. I know, she that head stunning. piece. The headpiece, the two-face, glamour, glamour, but weird. And she did like, exactly what she was supposed to do because you can't. Yeah. So Brooklyn did like all the same shit again. She was flipping mm. around, doing like the splits, hitting like all the good beats. And that would have been a crazy lip sync any other day. Mm-hmm. But when you've already done, she's already had that moment against Evie, the same girl. Yeah. So you're going up against her again. You got to do something different. You got to do something cool. Yeah. And so Evie was just like reserved. I'm like, okay, something's coming. Cause she's like very reserved. She's just standing there. And then, oh, when she fucking turns around in that head. Oh my God. And on like the perfect down kind of slope of the song, the edge of glory. And then it picks back up again. She's got that head. I'm like, oh God. Stunning. And then she fucking flips over. She does like a crazy back bend and then does like a back walk over. Yeah, I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" <laughs> I am. I'm actually getting goosebumps thinking to about it. <laughs> oh, like, it was like it was the best look she'd ever done. Yeah. It was. She had like a Voldemort the moment. Smart, <laughs> smart, smart lip sync. Serving um, Voldemort realness. <laughs> yeah, and like even her her front, like her actual face, how they had the mirrors, you could see. Yeah, the yeah, the face yeah. The mirrors. It was just. It, it was, was so cool. It was a a Luke. It was, it a, was lurk. a It was a look, darling. Um, yeah, and then Brooke just became like uh, like a parody because she was just flipping around. I'm like, okay, Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, move out of the way. I'm watching. I'm watching Evie. <laughs> they took a different approaches to the song. Um, yeah, because Edge of Glory can you could either take it as more mournful, but uh, there's also elements of like ecstasy, and I think. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn went first. She's on the edge of glory, so she was giving it. So she was moving and dancing and twirling, and yeah. but it was the the same old, same old. Yeah. She looked great, but not as good as Evie. Evie was art, fashion elevated, <laughs> and her contortions with the double face. It was just you couldn't, you yeah. couldn't justify not picking her as the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm, I was rooting for Brooke. I was disappointed. I thought it would have been nice to have our Canadian girl, and I thought she. She did really well through the competition. She started to show more personality as it went on. But it's nice that Evie won too, especially with her EDS, and it was nice. Yeah, I thought she it was well-deserved. Mm-hmm. That last lip sync really sealed it for me. Yeah, she she was smart. She had that yeah. planned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we can see Brooke in All-Stars, hopefully. That would be nice. But yeah, maybe she'll be touring and doing her pirouettes all over North but, America. I mean, Brooklyn was strong. Um, so was Evie, but I just don't know if it was a really mediocre season. <laughs> so I don't know if they were really season eleven RuPaul week, baby. 
um I, wow. I don't know i hope i hope they pick some stronger contestants you just want like 12. more personality they were i didn't yeah like yeah. everyone was kind of the only one who really showed much personality was silky which is why she got so much goddamn airtime but silky was kind of annoying yeah after a while um and i don't i don't know i just found it was hard to connect with this season and i thought it was kind of a lower low, lower talented cohort um you can disagree a lot of people feel that season 10 was quite weak and i thought season 10 was kind of strong but yeah i can see where you're coming from i guess i don't know that i was like feeling that while watching it because i'm just happy to watch i'm like oh drag race is on Hmm. and you had a bigger gap though between you being done all the seasons and season 11 coming that's true maybe you had it had more time for your heart to grow fonder yeah i was just happy to be invited to the party yeah because like i think i was still watching season 10 when season 11 started airing so i kind of jumped from what i thought was a pretty strong season to uh right one that was probably a little less like i found it very hard to invest in the queens but by the end it kind of it grew on me because i felt genuine disappointment for brooke Mm because i was kind of i was kind of rooting for her but there's just Mm -hmm. no way that there was no way she was winning after that last lip sync you know she could have won every motherfucking challenge from start to finish, and I still don't think she would have won. Yeah, no, <laughs> the crowd would have like. Listening. Well, I guess, like you said, the crowd they get, they crown everybody. <laughs> yeah, but, for um, those who don't know, um, they film three. Well, maybe they only film two winners because they do eliminate people in the middle of the episode. So whoever's mm-hmm. singing in the final final lip sync, they crown them both, which is kind of why sometimes they can have a flat affect when they win. <laughs> and you're like at why least the they fuck? seem like genuinely happy for the for the winner because <laughs> they don't know who actually won They're like yeah, congratulations exactly. <laughs> well it kind of makes it weird when they when the winners do sob because <laughs> it's like <laughs> it makes for great tv and you're like oh congratulations they're so emotional but they actually don't know if they won <laughs> so i'm like why the fuck are they flipping out like this <laughs> but um yeah, so um, they'll crown two, three people or whatever, whoever's in the finale. And then the queens actually only find out when we find out who won. So the queens get together on a couch and they watch the episode together and then they crown the winner. And then they have the true reaction. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know. So now you know. Now you know. We're spilling, spilling the tea, the insider tea. That's what we do here. Oh, and uh, this is something I wanted to comment on. Um... A random comment from Brooke during the reunion. She said that Vanjie was traveling a lot and she wasn't. And that's why it was hard for them to work out. I'm like, you're a very popular drag queen. You've done very well. Why aren't you traveling? Are you not booking gigs? Like, are you not going on tour with the other queens? What's going on with that? Hmm, Yeah, that's a good observation. I remember her saying that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Vanjie was more like international things. I don't know. Maybe. And I, anyway, I just thought maybe you knew some tea. No, because I was just wondering why Brooke wasn't wasn't traveling. Um, maybe she thought, "Fuck it, <laughs> I'm done." She's like, "I made it far. I'll go on All Stars <laughs> if I don't win." <laughs> but uh, sad, our Canadian queen couldn't uh, take the crown. But it is America's next, you know. Greg superstars. 
So, so like, I get it, RuPaul. Get it. <laughs> or maybe he's like, you know, he would be a more interesting All Stars contestant or something. So they got to keep that in mind too. If Ru wants to suck more marrow from your bones, <laughs> he might not crown you because oh they want you back for an All Stars. So thing. he whispers before they go out on stage. Listen, you're not winning, but I'll bring you back for All Stars. <laughs> Listen, I need you to go out there and fuck it up. <laughs> You just, you dance all crazy and don't actually show any emotion. You just dance in a sparkly outfit. <laughs> we'll bring you back spot. for a redemption narrative on Austin's. <laughs> yeah. You'll sing another Lady Gaga song and you'll turn it out. Okay. okay. Go, and everyone go, go, will go. love it. <laughs> and then it's, okay, two queens stand behind me. <laughs> I love when Nina got the, uh, Miss Congeniality, she's like, how do you feel? And Nina goes, meh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. <laughs> meh. Meh. Oh, my God. Throwback. Yeah. Poor Nina. <laughs> you know, I mean, we knew Nina wasn't going to turn out no scrubs. she's a older experienced comedy queen you give her a song like no scrub she's gonna do exactly what the fuck she did her little beep boop beep 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 little shoulder dance moves (laughs) but fuck silky oh my god she should have turned that shit out and she didn't Oh my god. I think Rue was like, God damn it, and I gotta pick between these two. Silky was supposed to destroy her ass. <laughs> Holy god, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> I still think back to fucking Nina's little shoulder dance moves and just does you she just looks lost. She's like I don't Is that the words? <laughs> oh, jeez. Rue was going, Oh, yeah, Sean, I'm talking to you. And they were like, What do we do? <laughs> Just point. Point. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so he's like, point. I'm going to throw a wig off and then turn my back so people can't take it in. And then I'm going to launch myself at the back of the stage onto some platform. And... Just going to walk, just shimmy onto this ledge and then shimmy back up. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Oh, Silky, you are not Alyssa Edwards. This is a message for all, for future contestants. You're not Alyssa Edwards. (laughs) Stop throwing your leg up at the back of the stage. It only works for Alyssa Edwards. Edwards. For if you're not her, you just look like a beast. (laughs) (laughs) I have one thing to say. Beast. So, yeah, everybody, we're very busy. I think this is a good time to, did you feel we covered everything about Drag Race? Because we don't necessarily, we could always talk about it in the future, but mm-hmm. I we, won't so. have, um, we won't have specific segments devoted to season 11 specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, any parting thoughts on as we say goodbye to season this 11 of RuPaul's season. Drag Race? As we say goodbye. Um... It's so hard to say so. goodbye. I think we anyway. everything that I had written. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Mm. Good. Good. Okay, well, 
listeners, I think we gave you we yeah. gave you probably, you know, an, an hour plus of content, <laughs> um, which is probably too much for everyone's busy lives, know, but right? we appreciate those like, who tune in wrap and listen. It up. <laughs> Yeah, Mary's over here like, I'm at the grocery store. I'm at the checkout. <laughs> Quit blabbing. Quit chin wagging. I gotta go drive. Gotta uh, drive home to my family and my house. Yeah, I hope y'all have really long commutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those who are listening in like a big city, if you if you have a long commute, this is a podcast for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do I keep doing that accent today? <laughs> <laughs> the big shitter. The big shitter. I hope you are shaken, not stirred by our podcast. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we'll try to get some out for you in the coming weeks. And thank you to all of our fans and our little family we have here. Yes, continue to send we those are... emails. Tea and Toast Podcast at gmail.com. That My is heart. Ampersand. <laughs> Pod, no, it's A N D. Oh yeah, you're right. It is. <laughs> you asked this last time, bitch. <laughs> I did. I know. Yeah. God, I'm so sorry. It's T and and Toast Podcast at gmail.com. Amen. We're waiting for emails. Oh my god. Send my... us an email. We will read it. My we heart promise flutters you. every time I get a new message and I open up the email and it's something from like Apple Podcasts or like SoundCloud or something. I'm like, oh. I thought this was going to be a listener. Oh my! Well, but we'll, we'll hold out. out the content, and we'll keep checking our emails. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, we do this for you guys, but we do it for us too. It's nice to have uh, interests outside of the hospital, and gives yeah. Alex and I a chance to chit chat. This is, you know, therapy yeah. for us too. Mm-hmm. This is how we check in. <laughs> We don't we don't check in on our emotions unless we're in podcast form. Alex will be like, I'm really struggling. Oh my god, this is so hard. And I'm like, save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast. I'm like, please, it's I'm just, in crisis. The days are so are so dark. And I'm like, save it <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> They'll still be dark when we record. <laughs> we can hash it out then. <laughs> of course, we're kidding. Mm. You know, we mental joke. health is important, and if anybody came to me with an issue, I wouldn't discount it, you know. Alex mm-hmm. just doesn't struggle. I'm just very blessed. He doesn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I, I message you when something happens, and I'm like, this happened today. And you're like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're just building it up in your head. <laughs> I'm like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> And then I charge him $120 for my therapy <laughs> session. Thank you. <laughs> no, but mental health is part of your health. So if you are struggling, audience members, with your mental health, see a professional. There's no shame. Break mm-hmm. the stigma. I go Amen. twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> I see a psychologist twice a week. <laughs> I go twice a week. <laughs> I get electroconvulsive therapy twice a week, every week for five years. Wow. Yeah, powerful. Never felt better. <laughs> I've never lost more weight. <laughs> Boulders and cheese. Boulders and cheese. <laughs> okay, we're starting to devolve into uh, the nonsensical realm, so I think we're going to wrap it up. On that um, note, thank you all for listening. Thank you thank for you all. 
staying tuned throughout the length of this podcast. We yeah, if you're still you. with us, honestly, we appreciate give you. Give us a like wherever, whatever modality you're using to listen to us. Give us a like. Yeah, and if you keep tuning in, we'll keep trying. And, yeah, uh, that's the thing. Keep tuning in. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, goodbye. Goodbye, family. Like and subscribe. We love you. Bye.